Welcome to the Highway Church Podcast. We're excited that you would join us today and hope you're encouraged by the message you hear. If you'd like to know more, visit our website, highway.com.au. You know, I I don't know if you all know Jesus or not this morning. But if you don't, just imagine if he's real. Just imagine if the God that I believe created the heaven and earth is real. And he knows you intimately. He wants to have a relationship with each and every one of you. That is why we praise like we praise. That is why we worship like we worship. Because I know there is a God that is real and I know He loves me and I know I have a relationship with Him and He interacts with me on a day-to-day basis. And so the reason why we do this thing of having church is so each and every one of us get to know this Jesus that nobody misses out. Oh, you know, I... I I struggle when we've, we've worshiped like we have to interrupt this, this moment because somehow when you worship and praise God, it opens up your heart to feel Him, feel him in your life. And I don't know if, if you normally come to church or not, but can we all close our eyes just for a minute? Lord, I pray for every single soul in this place because every single one of us is important, Lord. And I pray and ask, Lord God, Lord, that, Lord, we don't want to force anything on anybody. But Lord, I know you're real. And God, if you're real, I just ask right now, Lord, that you'd call people in this place this morning. I pray for the ones, Lord, who haven't experienced you before, who are even saying that because of what I've learned in, in universities that you're not real, Lord God, that, Lord, this morning, Lord God, there'll be a touch of you upon their lives. That this morning, Lord, they would feel that tug of their heart this morning, Lord. I pray that the beats of their hearts would start to increase because the heart and and the hole that we have for you, Lord, needs to be filled. So I pray that you'd touch every single person in this house, Lord, and the ones that do know you, Lord God, there'd be refreshing times of refreshing would come even as we celebrate baptism this morning. God, I thank you that you're here. I thank you that you live inside of us, Lord God. And even this morning, Lord, we lay the rest of the service down before you and ask that your touch would be upon every single thing we do, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We can all be seated. Thank you, team. That was awesome. I'm, I'm not amazed, but it was so good to hear people singing because we've had so much flu go through the house. And so many people have lost their voice. Even me, I'm sitting there on the last song and I'm, I'm starting to croak and crack and break. Thinking, God, will you let my voice last through the rest of the service? So welcome. If you haven't received a welcome pack, um, if you're new here this morning, we'd love to give you a welcome pack. Uh, just to tell you a bit more about who we are, it'll, it'll take you to a website where you can find out exactly what we, who we are, what we believe and who Jesus is. So if you haven't got one, please see the team afterwards and then we'd love to give you a welcome pack. Well, this morning's our baptismal service, which is a celebration. 
of all of what Jesus has done in our lives and we get to celebrate it by showing everybody what's happened on the inside by expressing it on the outside by having a bit of a bath in the baptismal pool this morning. And as our lead pastor says all the time, he says, when you come out of that water, it's going to be filthy. Because we're believing that all the old is left behind and there's nothing left of the old and you're new when you come up. So if you're getting baptized this morning, take that thought, I'm going to leave all the old stuff behind. I don't want it in my life any longer and I want to step into something new this morning. In Acts 2.38 it says, And Peter said to them, Repent. And that word repent is to take the old life where you're walking in one direction to turn around and to walk in a completely different direction. The life that Jesus and God always had planned for you. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. I don't know if, if you've come from a ch- uh, an older style church background, but we as Pentecostals, we believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We believe in, in moments in time when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and, and it's hard to explain, but something supernatural happens in your body and you feel the presence of God and it happens to each and every one of us in different ways, but God comes and he rests upon you and it's life-changing. It is life-changing. Salvation is life-changing. Baptism is life-changing. Baptism, the Holy Spirit is life-changing. And the reality of God is real in your life. So my first thoughts this morning, and I'm going to talk quickly for just 10 minutes this morning before we baptize everybody. Just to explain to everybody what this means. To make sure we all know that that what they're doing here is something really, really special. So my first thought is salvation. If you don't know what that means, it means I'm saved from my sin. God sent his son to die for us. And why would God send his son, his very own son, to die for someone else if it meant nothing? He'd be a God I wouldn't want to follow. Why would I want to follow a God like that? But he loved us so much, and it says before the beginning of time, before he even created the the world, that he had a plan in place to destroy the mistakes that we've made in in our lives and the sins we've committed, to destroy them and wipe them away. And his plan, that's right, which he accomplished completely when when his son died on the cross for us. I don't know if you've had children before, but if your child ran in front of a car, I can guarantee you'd run in front of that car and push your child out of the way. That's what God did for us. And our son beat sin. He beat death. And because of that, we can rise and we can live in a connection, have a connection with God that we've never had before. Why would I not live with him? Why would I not follow a God like that? Why would I not love a God like that? Through the hard times and the good times, through the tough times and when I'm doing really well, why would I not stay faithful? If my God is faithful towards me to send his son to die for me, then me personally, I'm going to give my life for him. Because we're all slaves to something, every single one of us, whether you think it or not. Each and every one of us serves something. And if I'm going to serve something, I want to serve the God that made me. Why would I want to serve anything else? And I pray that's your decision, that you're not going to serve what the world offers, but you're going to serve something that's more than the world offers. Something that's personal for you today. 
And when that happens, John 8.36 says, who the Son sets free is free indeed. I pray that you experience that freedom in your life. You know, Romans 6 says, we were baptized into his death. Just as Jesus died and sat in that tomb for three days and then he rose again. There's a bit of a symbol here that as, as these people go in and they go under the water, the old life, the death has been left behind. And just as Jesus rose from the dead and, and rose again and now he lives forevermore, so will these people. They rise up, the old life is left behind, and they rise up in something new. So the next thought is baptized. As I said before, it's an outward sign of an inward manifestation. My spirit is not dead in sin any longer, but it is alive in Jesus. All the curse has been broken. You look at many societies throughout the world, and if you go to, to a lot of Asian, African countries, they all know what curses are. They all know what demons are. You don't have to tell them, they know. It's just we in our Western society are not brought up with that, and we don't even realize it's around. But the curse is broken in Jesus. Let me tell you, if you've got things in your life that you're struggling with and you just can't break free of, let me tell you, in Jesus, you can be those things can be broken off your life, and you can be set free. That shame, that hurt, that fear that rests upon you, you do not have to live with that any longer. You can be free. There might be a process of working that out in your mind, but you can be free with Jesus. We don't have to be slaves to our old taskmasters any longer. I love this story in, in Acts 16. There's a story of two men called Paul and Silas. And if you've been in church a long time, they're, they're, they were preaching the gospel. And because they were preaching the gospel, they got thrown into prison, whipped and beaten and thrown in stocks. And here they are in this dark prison. And at midnight, they're still praying and they're still worshiping God because they think God's so good. And we all celebrate that fact. But all of a sudden, there was an earthquake and, and their shackles were broken off and they were free. The jailer who ran the prison, he goes to commit suicide because he knows if, if one of the people in his care gets set free, then he's going to be killed. So he figures, why am I going to let them kill me? I'm going to kill myself. The two who are in stocks cry out to him, don't kill yourself, we're all still here. And this man says to these two men, he says, can I serve this God that you serve? This supernatural God that you serve? And he said, can I serve this God? And also, can me and my household be baptized right now in this moment? Can you, can you imagine? Here they are in the darkest, deepest prison. They've been beaten, the... the, the Paul and Silas, have, have, their backs are ripped apart. They've been beaten. They're broken. They're in pain. In this deep, dark prison, and somewhere they find water, and this man gets baptized. And after that baptismal moment, the next thing we read is supernaturally, the governor of the region sends a pardon for these two men, and they're set free. Because who the sun sets free is free indeed. The jailer who was going to kill himself a few moments later finds Jesus and finds peace. And he says, I just want to be baptized because I don't want my old life any longer. I want this new life. You know, when you get baptized, 
It's like you've, you've got this cloth and, and this word baptism or baptizo in the Greek. One, one of the, the ways this word was used is they'd take a cloth and they wouldn't call it tie-dyeing or whatever we call today. They called it being baptized. And they would take a cloth and they would take it and they would dip it in some dye. And they'd leave the cloth in there for I don't know how long. But this cloth would get impregnated with the dye that was in, was in this bucket. And so when they pulled the cloth out, it was a different color. <coughs> and because this cloth was a different color, and I probably should have picked a better color than black. <laughs> but that was all we could find. But as you know, this color won't come out. It has been changed. It used to be one color, and now it's a different color. And you can scrub it, and some of it might get lost, it might get rubbed off, but it is still the same color no matter what happens. There might be some tears in this cloth. It might get beaten. It might get worn out, but it is still the same cloth. That is what's going to happen today as these people get baptized. And the inside, it's already happened, and now we're going to celebrate it on the outside that they are different people. They are not the same people. They are different. And that's going to translate into their life from this moment on, a different color, someone different. They're different on the inside. Because the next thing that happens is the Holy Spirit comes upon people. And when we're saved, it talks about there being a God whole in us, which I pray that all of you find this morning. And you allow God to come in that God hole and fill you up to make you complete. But there's this moment when we're saved and the Holy Spirit will come upon us and he'll help us. And when you, when you know God, you can, some, you can hear God sometimes. It's really weird. It's not in your ears, but there's a voice that speaks to you on the inside that you can hear. But as I said before, there's this moment happens where it's called the baptism of the Holy Spirit, where his, his, his Holy Spirit comes upon you in such a mighty way that the supernatural gifts of the Holy Spirit start to flow you flow through you and in various times if you read or do a search in the Bible you'll find when the baptism of the Holy Spirit came upon people they spoke in other tongues they healed the sick they prophesied they did miraculous miracles do you know that's still available for us today? the church has lost some of its power and its authority but I believe it's here this morning and I believe that as these people come out I'm not saying that everybody's going to have a, a same thought as someone else something is going to change Maybe six months later, you're going to look back and say, this was broken off my life. I never realized. Maybe you're going to feel God's presence as you come out of that pool. Maybe you might feel nothing, but don't let your emotions stop what's going on. Just because you didn't feel anything, something is going to happen and there's going to be a shift as you come out of this baptismal pool. So we're saved. We're baptized. We're baptized in the Holy Spirit. But there's one last one that many of us seem to leave out, and that's resurrection. Because do you know as Christians, in fact all of us, you do realize that your spirit man lives forever. You do realize that what we carry, what we walk around here is just a body, and your spirit man or your soul is going to live forever, and one day we're going to be resurrected. This old broken body that we've got down here, Jesus went into the tomb, and he was, he was a man just like we are, had a body just like we have. 
something happened in that tomb. And what he went into was a mortal body, and when he came out of that tomb, he was a resurrected mortal body that is going to live forever. And let me tell you, one day, each and every one of us is going to have an appointment with God. Every single one of us. We can choose when that is. It can be now here on earth or it can be when we, when we die. And one day, I believe, and if you, if you, some people think, oh, this sounds crazy, this is nuts, Phil. But one day, my body is going to die. And when it dies, I'm going to walk from one, it's just like walking through a door, I'm going to open up a door to, my, to a new realm and my body is going to be resurrected. So my, my spirit man was made alive when I was saved. I'm showing what happened as I get baptized. God's power and authority is coming upon me as the Holy Spirit comes upon me to walk this life well. And he wants us to walk life well because one day we're going to meet him face to face and this old body that's broken and hurt, gets sick every now and then, is going to be gone. And one day I'm going to, I'm going to walk into my everlasting body that's going to live forever. Do you believe that? Yes. It is just an exciting experience. Why would we not believe in Jesus? Why would we not follow him? We're actually mad if we don't. Can I encourage you, if you don't believe in him this morning, take the chance. Say, God, if you're real, will you present yourself to me today? And God, and God, even if I don't feel anything, I'm going to step into you and let's see what this journey ends, looks like. So we're ready to baptize some people this morning. I'm going to say one more challenge. Everybody here who knows Jesus. This is not a one-off moment. Many of us think, I'm just going to get this done, it's going to tick it off on my list that I'm going to get baptized. Can I encourage you, every single day when you get up, every single day at some time, can you say, God, I want to be released from the sin, the curse that's in my life. I want to be set free from these things. This weight that's been put upon me by the world, those words that that person spoke to me, that fear I feel, that pain I feel, God, I don't want to see longer, and I'm going to choose to lay down before you yet again, to be washed clean and then come up whole in you again. Can I encourage us, not make this a one-off event, but a daily event where we live in this season of continually being washed clean? I believe that once when we're saved, we're washed clean forever. But sometimes in our mortal bodies, we have to come back to him and say, God, will you just release this from me again? Will you help me? Every single one of us, can we realize our reliance on Jesus, our reliance on God as we walk with him? Let's baptize these people. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to get in contact with us or find out more about Highway Church, go to highway.com.au.